welcome to Not A Princess Diaries Podcast. I am Kate Bailon, not a princess obviously, and you are listening to another episode. Hello everybody, it's been a while. How is everyone? I hope that you are having a good February so far. Kaka-start pa lang naman niya. As you can probably see from the title, medyo magiging vulnerable and possibly emotional lang episode natin na ito. This episode was inspired by a recent video on TikTok that I came across na yung topic is the title, Paano mo na-realize nung bata ka na mahirap kayo? Watching the videos and opening the comments, nakarelate ako nung sobra sa iba-ibang experiences shared by other people and it also got me thinking of how we were before my family and I. To be honest, hindi ko binabasa ng matagal yung mga sinishare ng mga tao and I skipped the videos after a few minutes kasi mabigat sa dibdib malaman yung experiences ng iba-ibang tao. And as an iyakin person, I cannot. <laughs> this trend had me this trend had me thinking about my own experiences growing up poor and minsan having just enough or sometimes nothing at all. I think I've already covered some of these on my Growing Up Not Rich episode way back. So if you want to give it a listen, you can find it on my podcast. Nung bata pa ako, I knew we weren't rich ever since I was maybe in my first grade. When I was in preschool until mag-third grade ako, naka-enroll kami ng ate ko sa isang private school. You would think na porque nasa private school kami. Is that well off naman pala kami, ganon. But no. And na-realize ko yun ng grade 1 pa lang ako. Na-share ko na to before, but pag nasa private school ka, kailangan mo mabayaran ng full ang tuition mo before ka makapag-take ng exams. I remember the morning before ako pumasok, bibigyan kami ni nanay ng promissory note or letter na ipapakita sa advisor ata or sa principal na nagsasabi na babayaran yung unsettled tuition fee para lang makapag-exam kami. This went on until my third grade. I was always carrying a promissory note every time exams came around. I vaguely remember this one time na talagang pinagbabawal na mag-promissory note. So parang kung hindi ka bayad, di ka makaka-exam. I don't know how my parents solved that problem. Limot ko na. But by my fourth grade, nilipat na nila kami sa public school kasi hindi na kinaya. Lalo na at apat na ata kaming mag-aaral nun. But ayun, hindi ko makalimutan yung shame na na-feel ko noon every time na examinations na, tapos yung mga kaklase ko start na magsagot, tapos ako nakapila pa sa labas ng principal's office para ibigay yung promissory note ko. Noon pa lang, alam ko na na hindi kami mayaman kasi yung mga classmates ko nakakapagbayad agad ng full tuition, tapos kami hindi namin kaya. Isa pa, kung may field trip man kami or mga out-of-town school events, hindi kami nakakasama kasi wala kaming pambayad or pang pocket money. So, minsan hindi ko na sinasabi kila nanay at tatay kasi alam ko na agad ang sagot. Okay naman yung paglipat ko sa public school. I had a very good education and I really enjoyed my time learning and making lifelong friends. Dito naman nung medyo mas nagkaka-awareness na ako na hindi talaga kami mayaman kasi napapansin ko noon ang konti ng baon kong pera compared sa mga classmates ko. Parang nung elementary, ang baon ko 10 pesos or 15 pesos lang ata. Tapos sakto lang siya for one solid food as one beverage. 
compared to my other classmates na parang madami silang nabibiling baon, tapos may extra pa paghapon na, pang snack-snack. Alam ko may mga mornings noon na papasok na kami sa school, walang mabigay na pang baon sa amin sila nanay tsaka tatay. Tapos uutang muna sila sa tito ko para mabigyan lang kami and hindi kami pumasok ng gutom. Ayoko naman nun magreklamo ng magreklamo kila nanay at tatay kasi medyo aware na nga ako na hindi kami mayaman sa bahay pa lang. Nakikita ko na siya pag kakain kami and yung ulam or bigas namin na utang muna namin sa tindahan. I remember hating it so much pag ako yung nauutusan pumunta ng tindahan para magsabi lang sa tindera na pautang daw muna po ng bigas or delata sabi ni tatay. Naglalakad pa lang ako patindahan parang ang bigat ng mga pa ako kasi papunta ako ng tindahan na wala akong daladalang pera. Narealize ko na mahirap kami. Nung kailangan namin tumulong sa tatay namin na magtinda ng pagkain malapit sa bahay namin. So, nung elementary, may maliit na tindahan at kainan kami malapit sa bahay namin. Nagluluto yung tatay ko ng mga pang merienda, pansit, goto, sinapot, mga ganon. Sinapot is manduya. <laughs> Yun kasi yung tawag sa amin. Tapos, kapag wala kaming pasok or after ng class namin, tutulong kami sa tindahan agad, either magbabantay, magsasandok sa mga tagabili or maguhugas ng mga kinainan. Bonus na din na libre merienda na din sa amin yung tinda namin. For years, binuhay kami ni tatay sa business niya na to while my nanay is a teacher. During this time, lima na kaming magkakapatid so talagang may struggle na rin kasi more children, more mouths to feed. Being an ate, One of the panganays, kailangan namin maging responsible ni ate kasi kami yung pinakamatanda sa aming mga magkakapatid. I remember medyo nahihiya ako pag may dumadaan na classmate ko or schoolmate ko sa tindahan namin. Kasi nahihiya ako na makita ako na nagtitinda. I don't know, maybe because bata ako noon and hindi ko pa fully mag-grasp noon na wala naman nakakahiya sa ginagawa ko or namin. Ngayon, I'm very proud to say na dati nagtitinda kami ng pagkain. Actually, staple kami noon sa barangay namin kasi kilala talaga yung tindahan namin noon na kainan ng merienda mula sa lolo't lola ko hanggang kay tatay. I'm very proud of my tatay kasi masarap talaga siya magluto and hanggang ngayon nagagawa niya pa rin yun kahit wala na kaming tindahan ngayon. Narealize ko na di kami mayaman nung hindi kami celebrate ng mga birthday namin. Walang cake, parang normal na araw lang yung birthday mo. Personally, I don't have that much excitement or anticipation for my birthday. Siguro nasanay na din ako nung mga bata na kami that our birthdays are just like any other day. Although my parents are always very sweet, lagi sila humingi ng pasensya sa amin kasi wala mo nang handa sa birthday. Always sila may greeting and kisses for us when it's our day. Alam naman namin and we understand that talagang minsan wala talaga eh. Pag meron naman pera, lagi naman silang, why not, tara, kain tayo, kahit kami-kaming papindya lang, magluluto si tatay, kung anong meron, spaghetti, ganon. And I admit, until now, minsan hindi pa rin kami always nagsa-celebrate ng birthdays. Pero mas better na ngayon kasi pag may cravings kami, nabibili na namin, hindi na kailangan maghintay ng special occasion para makakain ng masarap or galing sa labas. Pakonte-konte. Nakalayo na kami sa ganon and thankful kasi tatlong beses kami sa isang araw kumain. Minsan sobra pa. Lagi ding may ulam at bigas. We have come so far and I'm always going to work hard to help my family and give back to my parents. Naiya ako maglakas ng boses. So sorry if very low tone <laughs> ang episode natin today. Naiya ako. Baka marinig nila ako. I'm shy. <laughs> 
na-realize ko na hindi kami mayaman nung bata ako nung nag-decide si tatay ko na magtrabaho sa Qatar nung high school ako. During that time na naging OFW si tatay ko, gumaan-gaan yung buhay namin kahit papaano. By this time, I think lima na kami na nag-aaral tapos may isa pa kaming kapatid yung bunso namin who was a baby at the time. So madami na kami na pangangailangan kaya nakipagsapalaran na sa ibang bansa si tatay. Si nanay ko isa siyang public school teacher and kung anak ka ng teacher, alam mong hindi sapat ang sinisweldo nila palagi. May pangbili na kami ng mga needs and ginagawan palagi ni tatay ng paraan na mabigay yung wants namin. Parang reward system niya sa amin yung mga gusto namin. Like kung gusto mo magkabagong phone, dapat kasama ka sa honor roll or dapat mataas grades mo. At the time, medyo sumasapat na yung pera namin for our big family. But kapalit nun is that hindi kami kumpleto. So while we were growing up, our tatay can only see us through a screen and vice versa. That was the downside of it, him not being able to be with us physically. I remember narinig ko si nanay na nagkikwento sa mga kumari niya na during the first few months that my tatay was working abroad, gabi-gabi siya umiiyak pag magkatawag sila and saying na gusto na niya umuwi. My nanay would toughen him up saying na isipin kami na sige umuwi ka na pero paano natin bubuhay ng mga bata? So even though we were living in comfort, my tatay had to endure and fight his homesickness abroad. And I know it was an exceptionally hard time for him to be away from us. Although mas nakayanan yung expenses kasi both my parents had stable income, meron pa ding mga panahon na sakto lang talaga yung pera. Considering na we were six kids all together na, mas maraming needs. Kung may kailangan ako, iisipin ko muna if urgent ba or hindi kasi hindi kaya i-magic yung pera. Naalala ko pag may mga kailangan sa school na bayaran like mga workbooks or PTA juice, hindi ako agad-agad nakakabayad kasi kailangan muna maghintay if may maibibigay na pera ang parents ko. As one of the eldest, parang natuto na ako makiramdam talaga kung may maibibigay ba or wala kasi aware na ako sa situation namin. Naalala ko ng college, ilang buwan din kami hindi agad nakakapagbayad ng renta namin ng ate ko sa boarding house kasi wala kaming pambayad. Heaven sent yung landlady namin kasi kahit ganun, mabait siya and iniintindi niya kami. Kaya mula nung first year college ako hanggang makagraduate, talagang loyal ako dun sa boarding house na yon. <laughs> We miss you, Cap. Meron ding times nung college na pupunta kami ng ate ko sa Legazpi na magtitipid lang muna kami for the week kasi minsan kulang yung pera namin para sa allowance namin for the whole week. Narealize ko nung bata pa ako na mahirap kami nung makakain lang kami sa labas pag bagong loan si nanay, may special occasion o kaya pag may sobra sa pera. Makakatikim lang kami ng mga mamahaling pagkain pag nakaluwag-luwag ng kaunti. Hindi kami madalas talaga kumain sa labas na family. One, Because it's expensive to take all of us. Walo kami, all in all. And two, masarap magluto ang tatay ko. <laughs> Naaalala ko din dati, for special occasions lang kami nakakainom ng coke. O kaya pag masarap yung ulam na kailangan may coke na kasama and then may extra money kami. Medyo luxury siya sa amin before. But now, just ko, itong pamilya ko, parang magkakayuti ay nasa kakabili ng coke. Ako lang yung kontrabida talaga kasi too much of something is never healthy. Kaya sobrang appreciative namin na mga bata pag pinapadalhan kami ng mga pasalubong nila nanay at tatay. Kasi hindi often na merong ganon. Narealize ko nung bata pa ako na mahirap kami nung palipat-lipat kami ng bahay kasi wala kaming sarili namin. 
Although sa culture natin na Filipino, hindi naman big deal yung pagbubukod kasi you can live with and take care of your parents until they're old. Sa case namin, we used to live with my tatay's parents and then my nanay's mom. We also used to live with relatives and we also used to live in my mother's side's ancestral home. Wala namang problema sa ganong setup kasi as long as there's a roof over our heads and a place where we could sleep safely, then that's good. Siguro yung problem lang na ganun is that living with our other family members, we all had to share a space. Lalo na nung nakatira kami kila lolo, my father's side. Along with us, eight kami sa family with six kids and two parents. Kasama din namin sa bahay sila lolo, my uncle, and my two cousins. So madami talaga kami na magkakasama sa bahay. Mahirap yung ganun kasi we all occupied space in a humble home. And we all had to adjust while living all together. Okay naman, masaya naman na magkakasama kami na pamilya. But it was also a struggle because as we all grow older and bigger, nakikita mo na paliit ng paliit yung space that you were all sharing together. Yung mga gamit namin, madami, tambak, yung sleeping spaces, hindi na lahat nagkakasya-kasya. So talagang dati, I was wishing that we had our own space, lalo na at madami kami and lumalaki na din kami. Napapag-usapan namin yan nung ilan sa mga best friends ko dati. Sabi namin, kami yung samahan ng mga walang sariling bahay. <laughs> Yun yung mga pangarap namin. Sabi namin, gusto din namin nung mga nasa home bodies, team kahoy, team puti, <laughs> minimalist. Yung mga sofa, gusto din namin ng ganito. You know, just wishful thinking. Ayun, I miss you, besties. I miss you all. <laughs> Struggle din dati for us pag may malakas na bagyo and baha sa amin. May mga pagkakataon before na sa sobrang taas ng baha, naabot na pati yung tulugan naming lahat. Pasalamat lang namin kasi lahat ng kapitbahay namin mababait. They always offered us a place to stay during those times. Palagi kaming may napupuntahan pag talagang lubog sa baha yung bahay. Now, I am thankful that we now have a place that we can call home. May sarisariling space na din kami na magkakapatid, even my parents and our pets. We are safe here. We are happy. Hindi na rin kami siksikan and we have enough space for everyone. Narealize ko nung bata pa ako na mahirap lang kami nung makakabili lang kami ng bagong damit pag may espesyal na okasyon. Pag may hand-me-downs na damit na binibigay ang relatives namin or kaya pag may konting pera na pwedeng mas splurge sa bagong t-shirt or pantalon. Sa totoo lang, before, sobrang luxury sa akin ng pantalon. Ang mahal kasi ng isa, so kung ano lang meron ako, yun lang yung uulit-ulitin ko. Minsan, hiraman kami nila ate at nanay para may konting variety naman. I remember going to my lola kasi may pension yung retired teacher yung lola ko eh. Tapos may pension siya and I will always, always beg her to buy me a new pair of pants sa pen shop kasi wala talaga akong pantalon na maganda and nahihiya na ako kakaulit-ulit ng mga pantalon ko. Wala na akong masuot. Eh, gusto ko pa naman pumuporma parma ng high school. <laughs> Ay, nako. <laughs> Ngayon, afford ko na bumili ng mga gusto kong pants which I still love to share with my siblings and my nanay. I think that's one of the good things about living with my siblings and not having much. Naka-instill sa akin yung willingness to share what I have to them. May it be my clothes, my books, my stuff, etc. 
As an atay, I always felt na I had to be responsible for my siblings and ipaintindi sa kanila na hindi kami mayaman or wala kaming pera. Ayoko na nagre-reklamo sila or hihingi sila ng ganito, ganyan, basta-basta because I don't want them to expect too much and then end up being disappointed. That sounded harsh but I am protecting their feelings at the same time. Sa totoo lang, there were times when I was a kid that I would resent my parents for having a lot of kids. Especially nung apat na kami, and then my nanay had two more, tapos naging parang responsibility din namin alagaan yung dalawa naming kapatid nung baby pa sila. I felt like kaya hindi nila ma-provide yung wants and needs namin kasi ang dami namin. As one of the eldest, I had to give up food or toys or things kasi dapat marunong ka magparaya. When you're a kid, syempre, may inis ka, pero wala kang choice kasi ikaw nga yung eldest. Kailangan mo mag-set ng example. But even though minsan may mga thoughts ako na ganun towards my parents when I was younger, ngayon ko na-realize na sobrang thankful ko sa kanila na binuhay nila kami and pinalaki kahit sobrang hirap ng buhay and madami kaming pinagdaanan na struggles. To be honest, one of the highlights of my week is coming home to my family because sobrang iba yung comfort ng home. Lalo na pagsabay-sabay na kami kakain and ang ingay naming lahat. During these times, I feel so thankful to be around my big family. I love how we are all so close with each other. My siblings and I can rely with each other. I have a good relationship with my parents. And we always all have a great time when we're together. Even something as simple as pagsasalo-salo namin sa hapagkainan. I know that I have to treasure these moments while I still can. And that's why I'm always happy to go home and just be with my family and our pets. Kaya okay lang na anim kami magkakapatid. I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. Marami pa akong experiences nung bata ako. Yung iba nga na-realize ko na lang ngayong matanda na ako. Kasi yung mga dati na di namin afford or wala kami, ngayon kahit papaano kaya na namin. I remember noon pag may pumupunta sa bahay na hinahanap sila nanay. Kahit nasa bahay naman sila, kailangan namin sabihin na umalis sila and ngayon ko na-realize na yung mga taong yun, sila yung mga nagsisingil ng mga utang. <laughs> Narealize ko na lang na ganun pala nung tumanda na ako. Baka isipin ng ibang tao, lalo na yung mga kilala ako personally, na hindi kayo makapaniwala na may experiences din ako na ganito. Baka iniisip nyo nung kilala nyo ako, parang hindi nyo naman nakikita na naghihirap kami or may mga pormahan ako or gamit na parang may kaya naman kami. I do acknowledge naman na privileged pa rin ako. Sabi ko nga, my parents worked hard to provide for us. Pero of course... Hindi ko naman share yung mga struggles ko noon sa ibang tao. What was going on in our family back then was our own. Lalo na pagbata ka, mahihiya ka mag-share ng ganun sa ibang tao. Even your friends. Sa family din namin, we rarely talk about these things. We just accepted it as it is. And ayun nga, may mga bagay na marirealize mo na lang na ganun pala yung situation nyo once na tumanda ka na. I'll always be forever humbled by our past experiences and it's also one of the things that motivate me to work hard and help my parents now na ako mismo nagtatrabaho na. I know it's very easy to say na hindi ko responsibilidad buhay ng family ko, blah blah blah. But the truth is, when you know how much you've all struggled together as a family, you know that there is no other option but to help. Kahit oo, minsan there are times when I wish that I can keep all my money to myself. 
hindi ko rin matis ang family ko. Lalo na my siblings because I know the struggles and as much as possible, I want to help them hanggang sa makakaya ko. My experiences may be smaller compared to other people's struggles and I know that. Kanina, nagbabasa na naman ako sa mga sinishare ng ibang tao on TikTok and I was crying at 6 in the morning because of it. I know that others had it worse than me. I know na yung iba talagang grabe, walang-wala. I know all of that. But I also believe that my experiences and struggles are valid. Although wala namang nagsasabing hindi, justify ko lang. <laughs> no, what I mean is that these times that we struggled, we also learned so much. I was humbled. I learned to appreciate my parents more. It taught me to it taught me to strive harder, study well, and also it gave me determination to push through everything for my family, especially for my siblings. One day, maaabot na din natin yung mga bagay na dati pinapangarap lang natin. Minsan, hindi rin natin nare-realize that we are already standing in our prayers. We are already living it. God has already listened to us and we're in it. So for me, gratitude ang always gusto ko i-practice and i-keep in mind. Kasi it keeps my feet on the ground. Malayo pa, pero malayo na. We have reached the final minutes of our episode. For this episode, wala na muna tayong recent lease, but I would still love to know what you guys have been enjoying lately, be it be a book, a film, a series, and anything else. You can leave your comments, your suggestions, thoughts about this episode on the Q&A section on Spotify. I hope nagustuhan nyo yung mga naikwento ko about my experiences before. Sabi ko sa inyo eh, tuloy ang oversharing natin this 2024. <laughs> Kung nakarelate man kayo or hindi, I hope that you still picked up something from what was shared today. And kung may isang request lang ako sa inyo, it is that I hope that before you go to sleep tonight, you say a little prayer for all the people suffering or trying to make it through the day. Malay naman natin, di ba? Our prayers can help them as well. Thank you so much for listening and see you on the next one. <music>